This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be unreasonable expectations Mixed signals, texting, and her male friend. What's well, an interesting email? This particular guy, he says he's been following me for a few years, and he recently came out of a six-year relationship and started dating a new woman. And he says the third date, they slept together. And those of you that know 3% Man, most women sleep with a guy typically by the second or third date here in the West. And so she got upset with him because he's thinking, I think I think it was like a Saturday they get together. And he's like, I'm going to probably text her Wednesday of this week to set up the next date unless she reaches out first. And you got to remember, we're looking for women that are easygoing and easy to get along with. Not women that are a difficult, argumentative, pain in the ass, women that constantly are insecure get butthurt, get mad, get upset at you for having unreasonable expectations, which they didn't tell you about. And so I guess after a couple of days, this girl reaches out and she's mad at him that, oh, you should have texted me sooner. And this is why you apply what's in the book, because you're trying to determine, is this a good girl? Is she easygoing, easy to get along with? Or is she going to constantly be getting upset for perceived infractions? against her because she takes it as a slight against her ego because she's insecure like in this case she may be a jack-in-the-box and we don't know and so what we're trying to do when we get involved with anybody new is we're trying to determine is this a normal healthy woman or is she a lunatic and when you apply what's in the book the lunatics don't react too well to that especially if they're insecure they're needy or they're narcissistic they'll start doing things to sabotage the early budding relationship or courtship, if you will. And in this particular case, it's like what she texts him out of the blue is just totally inappropriate. It's negative. She's basically already threatening to end things with him because he's not a mind reader. <clears throat> and this is what you're looking for. You're trying to find out, is this girl, is she excited to hear from you? Or if she reaches out afterwards, a couple days after you sleep together, what you want to see is, hey, the other night was wonderful. That was great. Thanks for such a memorable evening. That's what you really want to hear. You don't want a girl giving you an attitude because you want a woman that will make your dick hard, not your life hard. And there's a lot of women in society that will make your life hard instead of your dick hard. And then after a while, I mean, you can use humor and go with the flow, but women that are just they're like this. They grew up in argumentative, combative families. It's just that's their set point. They always go right back to that and like i said you can use humor and go with the flow but 
the fifth time, the tenth time, the fiftieth time something like this happens, you're just gonna be like, This is too much work, it's too much effort. She's constantly getting butthurt at things and assuming that I had ill intent towards her. And so she basically tells him that he needs to text more and he needs to reach out more. And so he starts doing that, and what happens? She starts jerking him around, taking longer to reply. And then on top of that, she's going to go to a concert out of town and stay at a male friend's house. And so this guy's already gone, is this even somebody I want to continue with? So these are good emails to go through, especially for other guys that come across these things. Because you're trying – because it's a lot harder to walk away from a lunatic once you're emotionally invested and you care and you're falling in love with her because then you rationalize staying in it because your emotions are so engaged. And then you ignore all kinds of red flags. It's not until the honeymoon wears off and the infatuation wears off that you realize that you got into a relationship with a jack-in-the-box. And those can be messy to try to end. So what we're trying to do – is really quickly, hopefully, in the first 30 days or so, weed out bad bad candidates, bum bitches, as Quintus Curtis would say. So let's go through his email. He says, Hi, Coach. I've been following your channel for the past few years, which helped me out tremendously with my relationships. Recently, I've ended a six-year-long relationship and started dating a new girl. We've been out, out on five dates so far. The time together and the sex are great, And I'm trying to keep it cool and not fall in love because looking at some of her behaviors, I'm not even sure if I should pursue her further. Well, the idea is let her pursue you, mostly. She expressed interest in a relationship with me in the future, complimented my looks and my sex performance, so I suppose it's an indicator of high interest. So far, so good. Well, just because she's highly interested doesn't mean that she's normal and she's sane. As per your advice, I was reaching out to her once per week just to set up a date, and it worked really well. Yeah, because when you do once a week, you're taking measured steps, and you're giving her plenty of time and space away from you to wonder about you, to thank you, to not come off as needy. You're just taking your time to get to know her and also to create the conditions where she can start to pursue you but also the flip side is, is if she's insecure and she's kind of a whack job, she's going to get mad and pissed off at you, which is what you're going to see here in a second. <clears throat> so he says on the third date, which was on a Saturday, we had sex and I waited until Wednesday before I text, or I wanted to wait until Wednesday before I texted her. In the meantime, she reached out to me that our relationship won't work. <laughs> You have a memorable evening, great sex, happy finishes, plenty of orgasms, and she says, oh, hey, hey this is not going to work. That's not, that's not the kind of thing a, a woman who's easygoing, who's easy to get along with, who's got a nice, balanced personality is going to think, oh, well, maybe he's busy, or it is brand new. She's not going to get mad at him when he reaches out Wednesday if she's an easygoing girl. She's going to be glad to hear from him. But a girl that's insecure or butthurt or just a pain in the ass is going to get mad at you, which is obviously the, that's what that's indicative. That's not a good sign for her. I was curious why and, and just asked her, to which she replied that I behaved poorly after the first sex and did not reach out to her since Saturday. Well, it was sometime before Wednesday, so it was Sunday, Monday, 
Tuesday. So there's three days. So within those three days, she's contacting him mad because he should have reached out. How is he supposed to know that's what she expects? But again, this is why you follow what's in the book to reveal these behaviors right away. Because imagine if he had texted her the next day. It might not be for two or three more weeks or a month before he find he gets something like this happening. And by then, he's way more into her than he was would have been had he have just been doing the once a week thing. So he says, I replied that it was a misunderstanding and we met to discuss it. During the meeting, she mentioned that we should be communicating more frequently. What she's really saying is, I notice you're not reaching out to me as much. And instead of her reaching out to him to talk to him, she's getting mad and making unreasonable demands, basically. But it also communicates that she's into him and she likes him and she noticed that he's not reaching out as quickly as she expected. But if you get a room full of 100 women together, they'll all go, oh, yeah, it should be 50-50. You should both be making the equal effort. But when you do that with women, especially all those same women, you ask them, okay, well, tell me about the guys that did 50-50 with you. And tell me the guys that you were most in love with and out of your ex-boyfriends that you've dated over the years. And you'll find that none of those guys did the things that the woman claims that she wants you to do because, quite frankly, most women don't understand how attraction works. And yet, when a guy does the things that they tell them that they want, they don't have feelings of attraction for them. That's why it was impossible for Sigmund Freud to figure out women. That's why he was like, the one thing I cannot, could not figure out is what does a woman want? Because things like that. They tell you to reach out more, and, and that's what he's going to do. He reaches out more, but then you see her reaction. So he says, from her words, I sense that she is kind of jealous what I am doing between our meetings. Yeah, because it reveals insecurity. And that she still wants to meet, so I scheduled a date for next Saturday. During the date, she mentioned that she is going to a concert next week to another town where she would be sleeping at her male friend's. I played it cool and did not react to it, but immediately saw it as a red flag. He says, later I got to know that a month earlier she was there at another concert and slept over at the same friend's place. There are women that will lie. They will lie about it. They will say he's just a friend even though they're actually sleeping with him. And so that's why you could say, oh, he's just a friend? You mean a friend's with benefits? Is that a guy you used to date? What's, what's going on there? Is a guy who's carrying the torch for you and wants to date you, but you don't want to date him? Ask her those questions. If she's going to bring those kinds of things up and throw it in your face, then you should ask some probing questions to find out. From what she said, I doubt he's gay, so in my mind, he has only one goal. Or she might be in a similar situationship with him as with me. Exactly. Remember, this is part of the vetting process. You're looking for a girl that's easygoing, easy to get along with, it's nice to you, and you see things like this happen, it's like, eh, eh. I reached out to her a day after the last date as she seemed a bit hurt, so I wanted to make it up to her. I thought that as she expressed the interest in a more frequent contact, what she's really communicating is, hey, I noticed that you're not contacting as much as I would like. And I want you to contact more. And that's why you got to resist the urge to do that. Because you're trying to find out if she's going to get mad and blow up at you. So he says she would be happy to interact, at least for now. But she seems to not be very... And here's the key here. This, this is... 
she just got done telling him that we we need to communicate more. And so he takes that as, hey, I need to call and text her more. And so he does that. And look what happens. He does exactly what she says she wants because she's mad at him. And look what happens. I thought that as she expressed the interest in a more frequent contact, she would be happy to interact, at least for now. But she seems to not be very responsive and replies after a long time with some vague words. So she said, contact me and text me more. He does that. And what happens? She takes longer to reply and her her replies are short. So what does that tell you? That's why you follow what's in the book and you don't listen to a girl. But you also, when you're having this, she's getting upset. You got to say, look, it's unreasonable for you to get mad at me when we've only haven't talked for a day or two and say, well, we should have texted more. It's like, this is the, this is 2023. You have my number. If you wanted to talk to me, you could easily have reached out. But you getting upset and mad at me for something that I'm not a mind reader. How am I supposed to know this is what you expect? And in the same token, I'm not a dog. It's like if you miss me and you want to talk to me, what's wrong with just saying, hey, how are you? What are you doing? What are you up to? I was thinking about you. That's what normal girls do. Insecure girls get butter and they tell you to jump through your butt. He jumps through his butt, basically, and what happens? She takes longer to reply, and she gives him shorter responses. So once again, here's a woman saying, this is what you need to do because I like it. He does it, and then she's like, eh. He says, I would be grateful if you could help me figure out the best way to address this matter with her and explain the mixed signals. Well, that's why you should follow the book and not listen to her because she's telling you something that makes logical sense, But if you bottom line her actions, it communicates that you reaching out more and pursuing more, especially this early in, is having the opposite effect because she's taking longer to reply and her her responses are shorter. So it shows there's less enthusiasm and less interest. And on top of that, there's some other guy that she's going to see in another city and stay at his house. That's why she doesn't, she's acting like she needs to be a priority in your life. You start to make her a priority And then she treats you like a second-class citizen. He says, I do not want to come off as needy, but I know if that would not be able to have the relationship if that were to continue. So you want to match and mirror her actions. It's like you basically need to take what she said and understand in womanese, if you will, borrowing a term from Doc Love, as to what it actually means. What her actions mean. All it really communicates when she was upset about you not texting is that she wanted you to text and she wanted to hear from you. And remember, it's a scientific fact that women are more attracted to men whose feelings are unclear. So as soon as, when your feelings were unclear, she was interested. But as soon as you made your feelings more clear based upon what she said she wanted, what did she do? She basically took longer to reply and gave you shorter responses. So once again, what's taught in the book is reconfirmed in a woman that's saying one thing but yet doing another this is why the average guy is so bamboozled by the average woman they just don't understand what the hell is going on that's why you need to do what you want to do and so like i said if she's complaining about how often you text you say is your phone broken it's like if you wanted to talk to me why didn't you reach out it's always better because remember whoever's asking the questions this is right out of the book is the person that's running the conversation and so if she's complaining about you not texting as much, then just turn it, flip it right around and go, well, if you wanted to talk to me, why didn't you reach out? Does that mean you were purposely, you wanted to talk to me, but you were purposely holding back and not reaching out? And if she says yes, well, I was like, well, why would you do that? 
Why would you purposely not contact me when you want to hear from me or you want to talk to me? That kind of doesn't make any sense. I don't understand why you would do that. And ask probing questions like that. Get her to explain herself. And you got you to gotta also let her know, is like, I'm not a robot and I'm not a mind reader. It's, I call you, I text you, I invite you out, and you're excited to go out and we have a good time. And if I don't text you or do what you expect, you're going to get mad at me? It's like, come on. That's kind of ridiculous. It's like, we're adults here. If you want to talk, I'd love to hear from you. It'd be wonderful. I love seeing your name pop up in my phone. That's that's awesome. It excites me when I see that. And I'd like it if you did more of that. This is what you should be telling her. And then see what happens with it. But like I said, I would keep following what's in the book. And because the idea is when you, especially if you're five dates in now and you're going out on one date per week, she should be texting you at least once or twice a week out of the blue. And then you could just make the next date. And so you really shouldn't have to do much pursuing at all. Just remember when she complains, that she's not hearing from you or that she never sees you or you don't communicate enough, don't argue with her. Just understand all she's basically saying is, hey, I really want to see you. And guys are going to go, well, why didn't you just say it? Because she's a woman. She's not a dude. They don't communicate like we do. That's just the way it is. I'm just here to tell you the lay of the land. So if you got a question or a challenge and you'd like to get my help, go to understandingrelationships.com, click the products tab at the top of your screen, and book a coaching session with yours truly. Until next time, I... We'll talk to you soon.